Africa's leap into the fourth industrial revolution and we talk aviation in Africa. From over 1,200 cities and 130 countries, Care Africa brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse on everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ruth Adong. At the just-concluded 55th African Airlines Association annual general meeting, Camille Al-Awadi, IATA's Regional Vice President for Africa and the Middle East, called out African governments for levying heavy taxes on the aviation sector and yet they are not making adequate investments in the sector on the continent. In this episode, Derek Nseko, CEO Airspace Africa, joins us to answer the critical questions. What are the areas in the aviation sector that need investment right now? I have as vice president reiterate a point that has been hanging over the aviation sector for a while now. High taxes and levies are a serious pain point uh, when it comes to the aviation landscape on the African continent. And it's really a product of our governments not appreciating enough the role that aviation plays in the broader economy. So aviation is really looked at as a cash cow for our governments. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, these taxes are chopping the growth of the African aviation sector. So, yeah, it's really important that the governments heed uh, this call to lower some of these barriers that are, that are holding back uh, the industry's growth. Now, where the governments are collecting uh, revenues from the industry or they're collecting taxes from the industries, this money is largely not being reinvested back. Uh, into the aviation sector, which critically also needs investment, especially in infrastructure. So the the critical infrastructure I'm talking about, especially in Africa, really includes the likes of uh, the airport, uh, the airport infrastructure on our continent. It's lacking. Even where it exists, it is substandard. So, and we need to as well increase uh, the number of airports, especially in some of uh, the areas that are less accessible and uh, for us to boost the connectivity of the continent as well. And the return on investment really is the aviation, and uh, especially as it's interlinked to tourism, they contribute significantly to Africa's GDP. So there's no doubt that an investment in the infrastructure of the aviation sector would have a return on investment because this is an industry that is an enabler uh, for trade, and investment is an enabler for the tourism sector. So the benefits are really quite obvious from my perspective. And a quick look at the markets. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. Brent crude oil futures fell below $80 per barrel on Monday, extending a recent decline as investors keenly await the OPEC Plus meeting later this week, where markets remain split on whether the group would reduce output further in 2024. Oil prices came under pressure last week as OPEC Plus postponed a ministerial meeting to 30th amid a dispute over output quotas for African producers. Signs of robust supplies, particularly from non-OPEC countries, have also been weighing on crude prices, with US crude inventories continuing to increase more than anticipated. Meanwhile, the International Energy Agency said it will it expects a slight surplus in global oil markets next year, despite the potential extension of the OPEC Plus supply cuts well into 2024. And a quick trip around Africa. The Bank of Ghana kept its benchmark monetary policy rate unchanged at a record level of 30% during its November 2023 meeting, 
matching market forecasts as the disinflation trend is expected to continue. Ghana's headline inflation eased to a 14-month low of 35.2 in October, down from 38% a month earlier, helped by the recent stability of the SEDI against the dollar and the cumulative rate increases of 16.5% points since November 2021. Meanwhile, the central bank is working to assess potential risks to its inflation forecast ahead of the Christmas season and in light of the upcoming debt deal with the IMF. Zimbabwe's annual consumer inflation picked up at a four-month high of 21.6% in November, accelerating from 17.8% in the prior month. Output pressure came mostly from prices of communication, housing and utilities, food and non-alcoholic beverages. Monthly consumer prices surged by 4.5% in November, the most in five months after 2.5% rise in the prior month. Payment Services Multinational MasterCard has completed the construction of significant new technology infrastructure in South Africa that will enable the company to process transactions locally and help drive the modernization of South Africa's payment industry. The new technology includes a launch of new data centers, which will enable the processing of local transactions more efficiently and securely. MasterCard's priorities and investments closely align with that of the South African Reserve Bank's National Digital Transformation Agenda, Vision 25, which focuses on enhancing the digital ecosystem and supporting the African continent through locally relevant technology. Mastercard Southern African Country Manager Gabriel Swainpool said investment will help the broader digitalization and modernization of infrastructure to provide fit-for-purpose financial services to the broader South African ecosystem. Africa can leap into the fourth industrial revolution to drive sustainable industrialization, employment and transformation by investing in human skills and implementing policies supporting digital technologies. Raymond Gilpin, chief economist at the Regional Bureau for Africa United Nations Development Program, said the fourth industrial revolution, 4AR, are not exclusively about industrialization in Africa, but it's about how changes in the use of technology could disrupt, revitalize and spark potential growth. Experts highlighted that Africa had the opportunity to leapfrog to the 4IR and accelerate its industrialization, but it has to do the right things to benefit from the technological transformation. Mavis Owusu-Gamfi, the executive vice president of the African Center for Economic Transformation, said 4IR requires a rethink on adopting new technologies which could be seen as an opportunity and not a threat. Much of Africa is regressing in transformation according to ASAT's recently launched Africa Transformation Index covering 30 countries representing 86.5% of the continent's GDP. Some key transformation challenges facing Africa include low labor productivity, especially due to low skill levels. This is driven by a mismatch between skills and education systems and what companies need. Ousu Gamfi called for the diversification of Africa's export products to boost global competitiveness. Natalie Jabangwe, chief digital officer at financial services firm Sanlam, said Africa needs to create meaningful work and boost skills development to accelerate industrialization and reverse the problem of low skills. In addition, Africa needs to create former jobs that can be scaled up as well as improve the quality of service to be globally competitive. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you want to check out more stories, visit the website that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial and you can find me at the Fedon.